And this is my co-host Apollo, and this is Have Horse Will Travel, a podcast and now also vlog, or we really need a better word for that, um, YouTube extravaganza of horse stuff. And today we're going to talk about all the silly things that Hollywood thinks horses are like. It's, uh, there was an, uh, episode that we did a few I don't know when it was because there was that break but anyway uh, I think it was in season two we had an interview with a Disney expert and podcast host who uh, we talked about what Disney does with horses that's pretty silly Uh, and so you should definitely go back and check that out And uh, so I'm not going to talk about Disney horses so much, but more like real life horses that are the stunt doubles, or not the stunt doubles, they do the stunts, and the stunt doubles ride them. Um, And Hollywood does some very strange things when it comes to the horses themselves. Not, I don't mean trick training. Apollo does some tricks. Um... He has learned how to step up on a podium and to, or a pedestal, or I don't, I should not be recording today. I don't even know what I'm talking about. He steps up like a, like a circus elephant with his front feet on a step and uh, poses. And that's his best trick. Um, so, you know, horses can be taught tricks, that's fine. A lot of people like to teach their horses to take a bow or to lay down. We're working on that very slowly because it's not really a priority. Uh, Started that last summer and kind of dropped it. So anyway, he doesn't know how to do that yet. Um, But that is a common trick to train your horses to do, which is pretty cool. And so you'll see uh, horses lay down in movies. They, if they're modern movies, they have been trained to do that. If it's really old westerns before animal rights got involved, uh, they would trip them and make them fall down. Um, more often than not, although I'm sure some of them were trained too. Uh, but now they're trained to do all sorts of crazy things. But what I'm talking about is the other stuff. For example, you can hear that horse in the background talking every once in a while. Horses are very quiet. They're prey animals. Apollo's not making any noises except for being a little huffy that he has to stand here with his saddle on while I record. Uh, We're waiting for our trail buddies to get saddled up, so we were first, so he gets to just stand here and uh, look a little grumpy. He doesn't like waiting, Um, but he's doing it very quietly. He's not grumbling. He's not, you know, talking to me, although he does talk to me sometimes. Um, This little snuffing that might not even be picked up on the the phone mic, um, that's about it most of the time. And so on movies, though, you'll hear horses talk all the time like that. 
<laughs> I promise that was not a sound effect added, as it would have been if this was Hollywood. That was actually a horse neighing because their pasture buddy just got taken out for a ride, and so they are sad that their um, their friend is not in the pasture with them, and so they're calling for their friend. But typically, if a horse is out doing their job, they're not going to say anything. Um... I have met some talkative horses, but generally speaking, they are very quiet animals because they're prey animals. They don't want the mountain lion or the wolf or whatever it is that's going to attack them to hear them and be able to track them down. So they have to stay quiet, like deer. You never hear deer talk. So horse is a little more vocal than deer, obviously, but it's the same idea. Um, so, in the movies, when they want to have the horse express some opinion, they'll add a nicker or a neigh. Uh, sometimes the horse will neigh when the rider gets on and they charge off into battle. Neigh! So exciting! It's, it's extremely unlikely a horse would do this. <laughs> and so, it kind of cracks me up whenever I watch something and they, uh, they do something like that. Um, few months ago, Mulan came out with the live-action Mulan, which I really liked it. I thought it was a nice, uh, a nice version. I liked it, for the most part, better than the cartoon version, uh, except for maybe that, well, no, never mind. Well, okay, so the thing that I didn't like as much was that in the original I said I wasn't going to talk Disney, but I meant cartoons. So in the original Disney cartoon movie, the uh, main character, Horse, was the same breed as would have likely been used in that time period that the movie was supposed to be set in, in China. So it was an actual, traditional Chinese breed of horse. In the new movie, they use... Uh, Frisians for the bad guys, big black horses that are so imposing looking as they charge across the fields, which is visually very uh, impressive, but they probably wouldn't have used Frisians, even considering the Silk Road and trade and all that stuff. They wouldn't have used Frisians. So there's that. Um, and then Mulan's horse I didn't really have a problem with, except that it was probably just like you know, whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't a Chinese horse. <laughs> it might have been. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Um, so, anyway, Apollo, the camera's on the other side. He's trying to look at the camera, but he's looking at the wrong side of the screen. You're so silly. Um, so Apollo says, not all horses are the same. And horses, horse breeds have come from different parts of the world. And so if you're trying to make it authentic, as they said they were trying to do with the Mulan movie, then you're not going to um, use Frisians, <laughs> first of all. Um, that's another thing with Hollywood. They love Frisians. Uh, they are Hollywood's darling horse, and they use them everywhere for everything. And they're gorgeous. I love looking at Frisians, but it's not always appropriate. So, um, 
If Hollywood had its way, probably every horse would be a big black horse. Except for maybe the good guys don't ride big black horses all the time, unless you're Zorro. Um, so let's see. What else, Apollo? Um, I understand that when you are having horses do performing, that you want them to be comfortable and intact that they've been trained to. But if you're making a historic uh, or um, otherwise a movie that's set in another place in time or a fantasy world or something, it's nice if you put um, if you put the horse in tack that is period or world appropriate. And some movies are better about this than others. Uh, the Mulan movie was meh. Some of it was kind of old Chinese looking, but not really. Like if you go to a museum, like I went to the Met in uh, New York City last, like a year and a half ago. And uh, they had, you know, historical, oh, Apollo. Uh, historical saddles from China and um, that wasn't what was being used in the movie and oh you're gonna smush me horse he's scratching his head on me and uh, you know I understand those wouldn't have been comfortable for the actors or the stunt doubles to ride in so whatever um, you know I love watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy not the Hobbit trilogy uh, because especially the second and third of the movies are all about, well not all about, but they've got a large part that's with uh, the riders of Rohan that, yes I am a nerd, uh, their horses are decked out in these very fantasy world appropriate costumes. Uh, the tack and the, everything is just gorgeous. Um, but, uh, anyway, what else, Apollo? He says, let's go on that ride already. I've been standing here ten minutes. Um, ah, the trope of the girl who tames the wild stallion. Why? Just why? <laughs> like, that's not how horse training works. That's not how, um connections with horses work like you can bond with a horse sure I mean I think Apollo and I are pretty well bonded but we didn't get in a giant field one day and have him connect with me through some sort of magical moment that's not how it works and then he didn't magically know how to stop and go and turn and whatever and uh, do all of those things that we like to do with our horses um, at my very thought although he does read my mind quite often I would definitely um, swear to that but he you know we needed to do some training like real training for that to happen so that was something um, yeah Let's take 
let's take a moment and meet friend of the show, Rex the dog. Hi Rex, how are you doing today? Rex lives here. He's the barn dog. He is an old dude, huh? He likes to nap most of the time, but when he was younger, he would help with the horses. If you turn them loose in the arena, he would race around the outside of the arena and the horses inside learned to race with him and they would he would exercise your horse for you and they all had a great time doing it. Apollo loved racing Rex. And they weren't he wasn't chasing the horses. He was actually racing with them. It was just really cute. And uh, he also desensitized Apollo for me um, by chasing his uh, his dog toy ball all over the place, including under Apollo, which was a lot of fun. And uh, so Apollo got used to things and dogs running right under his legs. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that was Rex. Looks like everybody's ready to get going, so I'm gonna continue this after the trail ride. Bye. We're back from our ride, and Apollo's having his customary after the ride roll. Um, it's unseasonably hot right now. It's it's in the high 60s, and normally right now it would be around freezing. So, ugh, kind of like magical for going on a ride at this time of year to be able to have such nice warm weather um, but he got a little sweaty today and we were just taking it easy we just walked the uh, typical loop that we do almost every weekend um, it's a couple miles but he was so excited to be on a ride as he usually is so he was uh, all about walking out walking fast leaving the other horses in the dust then we'd stop and wait for him and he'd catch his breath and then we'd keep going. So uh, he's a little sweaty today. So he's got a nice thick coat for when it's actually freezing. Um, and there's Maverick back there. So yeah, um, for you people who are watching who are not as uh, horse people, whatever, or new horse people, um, horses sometimes roll because oh, they're itchy like right now and then they use their humans as scratching posts which is kind of nice if he hits the right spot in my back Let's see if I can get a massage oh. <laughs> and uh but uh sometimes they roll when they're sick so but he always rolls after a ride. That's just part of, uh, take the saddle off and I find him somewhere good to roll. And then, oh look, he's the wrong color. 
And here's friend of the show, Maverick. Hi, Maverick. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. Hi. Did you miss everybody? Their other pasture mate, um, Rave, is out with his person right now getting ridden. Um, and they did not join us on the trail ride. So uh, Maverick was all alone in the pasture for the last hour. Oh my gosh. Poor Maverick. That was probably very sad. Don't bite me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yes. Time for everybody to say hi up here. Jojo and Boss Pony Luke. And Maverick and Apollo all reunited again. Life is good. They're so funny. I just love watching the horses, you know? Like, they just, they're just such characters. And they, of course, all have their own personality. Where are we going today? Hope I'm getting that with the camera angle right. You see Apollo out there running around? So funny. He power walked the whole time. I don't know if you could tell while I was filming before. Oops, almost dropped the camera. Uh, while I was filming before, he was um, excited to get going. He was not very patient. And then... Uh, when we finally got going, the other people I was riding with were like, oh, look who's stepping out today. Because he was walking, but he was doing this big, exaggerated walking movement. His uh, gated heritage was coming out. <laughs> and so it was pretty funny. He pretty much did that the whole ride because we, he loves going for rides. So much fun. He uh, runs up to the gate to see me when I catch him, which is lovely. I hate catching horses in the pasture that don't want to be caught. Because, let's be honest, I weigh a tiny fraction of what they weigh, and I'm a tiny fraction of their speed. So, unless I can outthink them and outsmart them, there's no way I'm going to catch a horse that doesn't want to be caught. So, um, yeah. So Apollo came right up to me and uh, as usual was so excited to get going even when I dress him up in silly costumes which he doesn't particularly care for and uh, he knows that's a thing now. Um, oh yeah I've got plans for Valentine's Day. You wait and see. Of course I'm talking it up. Let's see if I can actually pull this off but I have I've got an idea for Valentine's Day. It's going to be awesome. So, um, if you don't already follow on Facebook or Instagram, um, that's where I post the pictures. So, yeah. Be ready. Um, anyway, the, uh, this is just such, I don't really come on here to talk about the weather because that's boring, especially if you're listening to this later, but this is so weird. Like the birds are all up there singing like it's 
springtime and everything's blooming like it's springtime and ooh, it's warm out. I've got I've got a t-shirt on people in January. And yes, I live in California, but not the beach. Okay? This is not normal. But it's so nice. So it was wonderful to get out on the trail and uh, have some nice time with Apollo. Ah, so let's see. There's something I wanted to share with you. Oh, of course, a centaur ride update. Um, so the now that it's the new year, the question everyone has for me is whether I'm going to be continuing the ride this year. And that is an excellent question that I really wish I could answer. Well, no, I can't answer it. No. The answer is no. I am not continuing the ride this year. At least that is not the plan at this time. Of course, last year I said I was and then I didn't. So who really knows about anything these days in these wild times we live in? Uh, but anyway, the, the last year I was not able to travel because of coronavirus. Uh, and political insta instability a little bit contributed to my decision to bring Apollo home last uh, June, I believe it was. Um, that was when, I'm pretty sure it was early June or late May that I made that decision. And at that time, um, there was, that was when the BLM uh, protests were going on. There was rioting in the big cities. Um, I am not speaking against BLM. I support BLM. However, it did not make for a safe political climate to be riding and traveling in places where I didn't know anybody and, uh, you know, just myself and Apollo with no support except whoever we could find along the way. It didn't seem like very safe. But anyway, even more than that was coronavirus because it was uh, at that time if you recall way back last spring it was not bad like it is now but it was bad and uh, it was getting worse and it was uncertain and anyway I think I made the right decision this year because travel bans have not really been lifted uh, periodically here or there but as a whole through the year there have been way too many restrictions way too many travel bans way too many uh, problems of different kinds and it wouldn't have made for very safe riding conditions. So this year, I did think about continuing. Now that there's a vaccine, I haven't gotten the vaccine, but now that there is a vaccine, uh, whether you believe it works or not, whatever, I'm not going to discuss that, and please don't comment on that in the comments, because honestly, I don't care about discussing that um, but let's say it works and things are looking up how long is it going to take for that to really see the numbers go down how long till the full population uh, or enough of the population receives that vaccination or otherwise uh, has the immunity how long until that has been shown to be the case enough that travel restrictions lighten and even more importantly how long until business can return to normal 
how long until people are comfortable being in social settings uh, with groups of people again or with strangers outside of their bubble um, it's the way I was traveling required a lot of trust on my end and on the part of everyone else that I was meeting uh, that I would trust them and they would trust me to invite me into their home or into their barn or even just to camp on their land uh, but still be in contact with them and that's not something we can really do right now. Um, maybe that will change this year, but unless it changes by, you know, in a month or two, if it's suddenly, miraculously all better, I guess I could theoretically ride, but I'd need to start in the spring, like planned, because of the weather in different places that I'd be traveling. There is an actual kind of schedule. I can't really keep a schedule on the ride, but kind of a schedule uh, that I'd need to kind of stick to. And so I'd have to know by March whether I was going to start riding in the year. And even that, like, I think we need more time. Even if things are suddenly better in March or by March, I would feel a lot more comfortable and safe doing this if I had more time to make sure that the stability continued and it wasn't just a temporary lull in the problems um, associated with coronavirus or politically. And so, say politically, and I don't really mean necessarily politics, just socio-political whatever they don't I'm sure there's a better word for it but it's a nice day and I don't want to think about those things so anyway um yeah this year I am not planning on continuing the ride I am oh look I caught a horse peeing on on camera there let's zoom in oh it's not gonna let me zoom thanks camera okay anyway uh, the I'm gonna give it another year off and see how it goes and I do think that it's possible that by 2022 that things will be better and that they'll be better enough that uh, might be a good time to start the ride back up but Remember, not only is it uh, where I'm staying each night, who I'm staying with, finding people who are accepting of having a stranger in their home, it's also wherever I need to stop during the daytime. If I'm out riding and I don't pack very much food because I'm trying to pack as little as possible, so I stop at places to eat. Uh, it's not all donuts, but you know, if the donut shops are all closed because of coronavirus or all the the cafes and the whatever um, are only doing curbside pickup with pre-ordering that would be a little awkward like I could do it with Apollo any more than I've ever stopped anywhere with him but if restaurants are still just closed like a lot of places Places are just going out of business. Businesses are just shutting down because they can't afford to have such limited hours, limited 
um, capacity, all these other restrictions, um, it's not going to be good for finding resources when I need them. Uh, not just things to eat, but that's probably the most common. Um, and then even most importantly, maybe not for, you know, my comfort and whatever, but most importantly for the ride is, of course, the domestic violence awareness aspect of it. And uh, so everywhere I go, I look for places where I can stop and talk to shelters, talk to the advocates, talk to uh, churches or schools or community groups of different kinds and, uh, you know, spread the message about uh, domestic violence and how to stop that, how to help make that less of a problem in the world, how to help people who are going through it, all of that kind of stuff. And so, um, it's real hard to do that when the, when there aren't any, uh, group events, you know, I can do it virtually here. I don't need to travel if I'm going to have virtual events like everyone's doing right now. So the whole thing with domestic violence awareness with a horse is people, you know, get to also see the horse that sounds like I'm exploiting my horse and I hate having that impression but you know it's people want to meet the horse horses are healing uh, Apollo likes to help also he likes to meet people and he likes to he can tell when someone is hurting when they are sad and hopeless and whatever um, needing some comfort and he will respond to those people and if we cannot have group events where people know that I'm going to be at a certain place and Apollo will be there and come out and meet Apollo and have some horse love and uh, learn a little bit, uh, it's not going to be as good. So that's something I need to keep in mind too. We need to be able to have events with more than a couple of people. And uh, in order to make this ride as good as it was before, if not better. So anyway, that's where I'm at right now with the ride and why I am putting it off longer. I am a little jealous right now. A bunch of people that I know from the horse travelers community um, that put off their ride last year as well are back on the road again. And some of them never stopped. Uh, some of them just kept right on going and yeah they had issues with that none of them as far as I'm aware caught coronavirus but there were other issues um, that they dealt with along the way and you know more power to them to be able to get it done but I'm a little jealous right now that so many of them are getting back out on the road and going places because my wanderlust right now is real bad um but you know i'm gonna wait till it's safe for me till it's safe for paulo until it's uh going to be beneficial for both of us and for anyone that we would meet but maybe wouldn't be able to in the current conditions uh, so, there's that. 
That was a really long update, but I hope that really covered all your questions because that's the question of the moment right now is, oh, it's a new year. Are you going to be riding this year? No. No, I'm not. But as I said, I really hope that next year will be better and that I'll be able to get back on the road then. So anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can find old ones on anywhere that you stream podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and all that kind of stuff. And of course on YouTube now for these video ones, assuming I can get these uploaded. I still haven't actually gotten it to work yet. So if you're listening to this and want to watch it and look up my YouTube channel and don't see them, that's why. So I uh, will see. I have to go figure that out if I'm having technical difficulties, but I think I have confidence I can get this done. Uh, so until that happens, um, I hope you have enjoyed this and come back for more. So, thanks for listening. Bye.